0: Welcome to Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I'm your host, marketing and mindset coach, Ellie Swift, here to help you connect with your clients, create life-changing results in your online business, and shine neon bright online. I built a multi six-figure business in under two years, and more importantly, have supported my clients to get amazing results. My clients have generated five- and six-figure launches, tripled their income, and completely transformed their lives using my signature framework, the Swift Marketing Method. In this podcast, I take you a layer deeper into my business, my life, and my mind. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful human. Welcome back
1: to another episode of Shine Online with Ellie Swift and happy December. I hope that you, uh, if you're listening to this uh, during, during December at the time that it's released, I hope you're having a really beautiful festive season no matter where you are in the world. I know if you are in the Northern Hemisphere, then you're going to be experiencing more of the Uh, quote-unquote classic Christmas experiences like colder weather and time by the fire. Um, And if you're in the Southern Hemisphere like me, it's getting so much warmer at the moment. My days have been spent with morning ocean swims. It's getting really warm here right now in Fremantle where I live. Uh, And lots of beautiful summer fruits. This time of year, there's like an abundance of cherries and mangoes and really incredible seafood. And that's always been what Christmas signifies to me being in the Southern Hemisphere. Uh, and I love it. I love this time of year so, so much that I also have had the pleasure of experiencing a Northern Hemisphere Christmas for a couple of years when I lived in London. There's a very memorable Christmas one year that I spent in Prague with a dear girlfriend of mine. And we, uh, we actually <laughs> went for lunch on Christmas day at a French restaurant, which is obviously not very Christmassy, but it was the most beautiful restaurant we could find to treat ourselves on that day. Uh, and we got snow for that, uh, that season that we were there for that experience. So I do feel though that Christmas for me is always yeah, that Southern Hemisphere experience. Um, But I hope you're feeling festive was my main overarching message there. Uh, I am so excited to chat with you about how I plan my year ahead in business today. If you haven't already noticed, if you are a regular listener, I've got a bit of a cold situation going on. So, going to have my uh, slightly husky, somewhat sexy voice. Let's hope it's sexy. (laughs) Today, I'm actually batch recording two episodes, this one and another one afterwards, which will be the episode that's out next week. So you are going to get this voice for a couple of weeks in a row, but hopefully uh, we can get through it without coughing. Thankfully, I have a very incredible podcast editing team. Shout out to the team at Bambi Media, who I absolutely adore and love, who seem to make me sound far better than how I actually sound each and every week. Okay, so let's dive into all the goodness of today. So in last week's episode, I shared with you my year in review, and I took you through my personal year, what it looked like, how I planned for it to look, how it actually looked, uh, and some of the the highlights, the things that I'm most proud of, and some of the things that I'd really like to leave behind in 2020, which I know we all have from this past year. And in this episode, I really want to share with you my planning process for the year ahead. So I'm going to take you through an overview of what my planning process is looking like this year. It's a little bit different to previous years. I felt a desire to create some newness and to mix it up. Uh, I'm going to talk you through some of the questions that I ask. I do a planning process with my Swift Inner Circlers and my Swift Marketing Masterminders, uh, and I share a document with them. And so essentially what I'm doing is I'm, I'm taking you through and pulling out key parts of that document so that you have what you need to be able to create a process so that you can take this episode, listen to it, be fueled and have the inspiration to then go away and create. Your own planning process for your year ahead in business. Now, I've kept this episode specifically talking about planning in business. When I first started in my business, I chose to mostly do my planning as combining both business and personal, but I've found that as the business has expanded, and especially now that I have a team, it's much easier for me and also more joyful for me to keep the two separate. So I do some of my own personal planning of everything outside of the business. And then I specifically do my business planning, which of course takes up the majority of the time. In terms of personal planning just to share a little bit of an overview of that before I dive into business planning. So this year I've bought one of the really beautiful magic of I journals. So magic of I, the letter, uh, which is just absolutely incredible. It's a horoscope planner. So essentially it takes you through the phases of the moon. There's space in there to share um, where you're at in your menstrual cycle, as well as an overview of the astrological calendar for the year, which I just love because I'm forever Googling. Is it a full moon? Is it a new moon? Where are we at in the moon cycle? Uh, So I love having this beautiful planner. I got it in white and it's just stunning and I can keep it on my desk and within that there is a uh, a variety of different sections where, that I can fill in that uh, speak to what I want to create I guess for the year ahead for my personal life it's broken down into sections like you know spirituality physically well-being all of those things um so I'm really excited to go through that and my personal goals for 2021 there's a lot in there around connection and Um, my relationships, especially because 2021 in March, I have my wedding to Che, which I'm so excited about. And so I really want to be able to create an experience where I feel really present and just able to enjoy all of the relationships that we have with our incredible family and friends during that day and in the lead up to and, and beyond. So there's a lot in there that I want to Really dive into uh, and also just set some goals around my health and wellness. I've been doing Pilates all throughout this year, and I really want to increase that next year and kind of take that to the next level and perhaps even cultivate some more hobbies. I'd like to cook more because Che has done all the cooking this year literally, all of the cooking and I'd like to hone up on my cooking skills again because I think I've lost all of them (laughs) Uh, and a few other things. So I just wanted to share that with you because obviously, like I said, I'm going to go into everything business related, um, but I just wanted to talk to that process. So that's something that I'm going to be doing separately. Che and I usually sit down together at some point and talk about what our year ahead will look like. And we actually had a conversation the other day where when I was talking about planning the business, I said to him, I'd really like to sit down with you and talk about the business plans for this year because I I do feel like this year there have been moments when he hasn't necessarily been across everything. And I I like him to be across everything because it feels really wonderful to have that sounding board, to be able to have conversations about this is you know potentially something that's challenging me right now, or this is something I'm really proud of right now, or this is where I'm at. And he rightly so said, that's because your business has become too big for me to be across everything. And I said, I totally agree with you, but I just want to be able to share a little bit more. So we are going to ensure that at some point over the next couple, of weeks, we sit down together and we just have an evening where we get to really celebrate and speak into being what our years ahead look like, both for us personally, which we do quite a lot anyway, but also within our businesses and in our professional careers. So that's a bit of an overview of everything except business so that now I can take you through the business stuff. So like I said before, I have changed up my planning process somewhat this year which has felt really wonderful because I really love that feeling of newness. I've created the structure and overview and really begun to go through it all myself and I'm going to sit with some of the things that I've I've drafted in there and come back to those in a couple of weeks' time. So, why do I plan? So, for me the planning process is incredibly important because I believe so much in creating intentions and making decisions. My personal opinion is that if you are running your business, you want to be creating something that's very intentional. In other words, you want to know what Kind of machine you're building, what kind of business you're building. I can't tell you the number of times that I've worked with people or I've had conversations with peers where they're like, Yep, I've built a business and it's not at all the business that I wanted to build. And I feel like I've created a monster of a job for myself. (laughs) And so being really intentional about uh, your plans for the year means that you can create a business that you really want to create. And it also allows you to make decisions and therefore move forward progress and create based on those decisions. In addition to that, it also helps me be super clear on what I say yes or no to. So at this point, there's lots of requests that come through, which I'm so, so grateful for. And it allows me to be super clear on what things I go, yes, let's say yes to that thing. That's really in alignment with our goals or no, unfortunately let's you know send an apology because that's not something that we have the capacity to do right now based on what it is that that we're creating this year. So it allows us to get really, really intentional about what we say yes or no to. And, you know, just as a bit of a, a side note on this, my planning really went into disarray this year for obvious reasons. I know I'm not the only one who's planning wanting to disarray this year. I think it happened for all of us, <laughs> but something that I didn't do is that I, I didn't regroup when COVID happened in March. I never came back to, okay, well, what is my plan now? What am I doing now? And in fact, I actually believe that and I'm probably being a little bit self-critical here, but I believe that for so much of my year, I noticed that I lacked focus because I was being reactive. My objective was how can I help my clients to thrive, to really, really thrive. And that is my only objective right now. And that is not a bad thing. I don't, that would have always been my number one objective, but I didn't necessarily look beyond that or regroup or or re- plan. And I think that that meant that I was on the back foot for quite a lot of this year and and meant that I lacked focus. And so that's just an example of why I believe that planning is so important. And it's just made me go, you know what, for this year ahead, even though I know that things can turn to shit, it doesn't mean that I am going to fly by the seat of my pants because it just doesn't serve me. And so I think that this is where You need to be really discerning based on what works for you. So, please take this information and run it through the filter of does this feel good for me? Does this work for me? Does this align with me? You know, does this align with my human design or who I am as a person? Uh, And being able to be discerning and then uh, creating your own strategy or structure from there. So, let's now talk a little bit about the process. I've given quite a lot of overview on you know, why planning and what it's going to look like for me this year. Now, in terms of the process itself, so I have started doing some high-level planning and I've created the structure of how I want to plan this year. So I've gone through and kind of mapped out the process, but I haven't allowed myself to go really deep into it yet because I'm taking three weeks off over Christmas, but a few things within my business and supporting my clients. I'm taking quite a lot of time out of the day-to-day within the business. And that's a time where I know that I'm going to have the spaciousness that I need to be able to plan and get really clear on what 2021 looks like. So in terms of the process itself and how I'm going to set that up, it is going to look like me taking myself to a hotel this year and creating ritual around the process. The reason why I'm personally going to take myself to a hotel is because I know that when I'm in a, a new environment, I'm able to Generate better ideas. I'm able to think in different ways. And this is something that's proven that when we're in an environment that's different to our day to day, it triggers new pathways in our brain that are not the same because we're out of our, you know, day to day habitual environment. And so that's something that I'm going to do because that feels really good to me. And I'm at a point in my business where that's a luxury that is possible. So, gratefully, it does not mean that that's essential. If you are like I don't have the ability to do that right now, or I have kids or whatever else, then please know that it might just be taking yourself to a cafe for a couple of hours or an hour or whatever is feasible for you right now. That creates that same kind of environment and that same kind of experience. Really what I mean by this though, is that It's just about creating some kind of ritual around the process that feels really good for you so that you can take yourself out of your day to day. And in addition to that, allow it to feel really beautiful and lush and magical. For me, that means lighting a candle, having um, a beautiful cup of tea. I always like to think that The planning process or the process of any kind of receivership or manifestation is a co-creation with the universe. And so it's all about the energy that I'm in at the time of planning. And so I'd really recommend that you're allowing yourself to be in that beautiful feeling of spaciousness and receivership and allowing so that you're able to experience that flow of new ideas and clarity and help you make the decisions that you want to make for the year ahead. All right. So let's now talk about the questions to ask. So when you're at that point where you have created the space, you've got your environment down and you're about to pen to paper or you know, fingers to keyboard, or however it is you want to do it. For me, it's always digital. I um, <laughs> I cannot write with my hands anymore because I do everything so digitally that when I I was actually trying to write in a birthday card yesterday and said to Shay, it is so hard <laughs> to handwrite nowadays, which is just absolutely pathetic. I know. Uh, so. I like to start with a review of 2020. Um, Like I said, you can jump back to the previous episode if you want more on my personal review of the year just been 2020. Uh, So the reason why I believe it's really essential to start with that review process is that it's often hard to, uh, well, it is hard to move forward if you haven't first enabled yourself to take the lessons or take heed of The year that has just been. There is so much gold in there that we're going to be able to build upon for the year ahead. And if we miss the step of the review process, it's like cutting off a limb. It's like we're making the process much harder for ourselves. And the reason why I just wanted to share the why behind that is because I know that for many of us who are, you know, CEOs or in entrepreneurial positions, we tend to want to progress forward without looking back. And I am absolutely that person, but I know that during this process, looking back, uh, it catapults me forward faster. So, what I do first and foremost is I brainstorm everything of the year just gone. I actually go back and look through my calendar as well because, especially this year, it's felt really hard to get clarity on all that was twenty twenty. So I go back and then I write all of that down so that I've got all of that information in front of me. And then I go through and dissect it and ask myself, you know, what am I most proud of from the year that's been? What have I learned? You know, what have I really learned this year, whether it's been through hardship or um, through joy? What have I learned? What do I want to leave behind? Like, what are all the things from 2020 that I want to leave in 2020? And then what do I want to bring with me? What do I want to build upon or create more of or expand through or elevate with? What am I bringing with me into the new year? And that is like, the most beautiful foundation with which to play on top of. So from there, I go through and I start intention setting and thinking about mindset. And I really like to start big picture and coming back to my entire reason for being in business, because I just think that it's so important to zoom out really big often. So I start by asking myself what my why is and reconnecting with my why If you haven't read the book already, I highly recommend Start With Why by Simon Sinek. He also has an amazing TED talk if you want the condensed 15 minute version, perhaps as part of your planning process. And it's incredible. The concept essentially is getting really clear on your why within your business and how that actually fuels your business. Because from a consumer perspective, we fall in love with the why, not the what or the how. So for me, my why is to support my clients and my students to create solid lives through entrepreneurship. That is my overarching why I want my impact to be that I serve and support women at a deep level to completely transform their lives and in doing so the lives of their families and their communities. And at a personal level, I want to create a business that I love working in that also allows me the abundance so that we have both time and choice freedom. That is my why in a nutshell. It might be different for you. Your why might be that uh, you want to create a business that you work, you know, two hours a weekend. That's not what I want, but just getting really clear on what your why looks like will help you anchor back into that bigger picture, especially if for any reason you feel like uh, you might be off course right now. So once I've done that, I then break it down to the day to day. So I look at what the values or the feelings are that I want to experience in each and every day of my business. So for example, it might be spaciousness, creativity, connection, flow. Those are all things that I personally want to experience in my day-to-day. And so it's so wonderful to ask yourself those feelings that you want to embody day-to-day, because otherwise you might set these really wild goals that then result in hell of a lot of action, but actually that might not be the experience that you want to have within your life of feeling like you're pushing or you're going really hard. It might be, you might be in that season of your business and that's completely okay as well, but just getting clear on what that looks like and knowing what that looks like is going to be really supportive for you to then create those goals and, and measure accordingly. So once I know both of those things, I then lean into my word for the year. And now this process is not linear because when it comes to my word for the year, I actually start asking myself what I believe that to be from around about end of November, I allow myself the spaciousness to start to lean into it. And I essentially just ask, I ask for me, it's a, a universal ask of what is my word for 2021? What does that look like in 2021? What's this all encompassing word that is going to, you know, filter into both life and work. And so this is really the only question in this business review that that is, is life and, and work related. And usually for me, my best ideas, my greatest downloads come through when I'm in the shower, (laughs) hands up water baby, or in the ocean. This word for this year, it's really interesting because uh, it came through as an Italian word. Now I don't speak Italian in any way. And I am not in any way trying to assume that I am highbrow because <laughs> this word is uh, one that we also use in um, you know colloquial colloquial English, uh, which is la dolce vita or the sweet life. But it's something that is obviously spoken about so much in Italian culture that they really have you know the sweet life. And that just came through for me so strongly. And when it did, I just had these beautiful full body goosebumps of, oh my goodness, 2021 for me is about creating and cultivating the sweet life, La Dolce Vita. So that just feels really beautiful for me. That's my word for 2021. Everything is going to be about creating the sweet life. And so everything feeling incredibly good across my life and work. And that feels like a really beautiful word for me at this point in my business where you know, for the first couple of years of my business, the words were like expand and elevate and um, really yang words last year, it was spaciousness. And this year it's, it's essentially, you know, I've created the structure of my business that I want. That's, that's not changing anytime soon. And it's just really building upon that in ways where I get to continue to serve at a deeper level and uh, create more for my clients and do all of those things in a way that just feels so damn sweet. So that's my word. And that's the next part of the process is sitting with that word and really leaning into that for you. So we've got the big picture stuff. Then I start the goal setting process. So I'm a big fan of goal setting And I really believe that starting with goals at the start of the year is awesome. Knowing that you can absolutely pivot, tweak, play with goals throughout the year. That's great. Uh, You don't need to feel any kind of um, tie to these particular goals or um, rather feel contracted by them. But I personally believe in the process of goal setting. I think that it's wonderful and it's really supported me in my journey. So, I then go through and write down the three goals that I want to have achieved by the end of 2021. So in other words, if you did nothing else, what would success look like to you? And so I write down what those three goals are. And this is, it's from here on that for me in my business, I'm still isolating exactly what those are. So I'm not going to keep giving you personal examples here because I haven't dived into the process enough to be able to do so, but I know that there will be um, some goals that are related to financials and related to the number of people that I want to serve and support in 2021. Then I also make sure that I have my financial goals. So if in those three goals, there's been no mention of finances, I make sure that I very clearly have a financial goal. So I know that for 2021, I want it to be a million dollars in that year. So we, I believe are uh, at, a point right now where we have created a cumulative million in the business uh, and I need to fact check that. Uh, So don't hold me to that because I have not fact checked yet, Uh, but I believe we are. And so now I want it to be that we uh, create a million dollars within the year from January to December. So a calendar year. And I know that that's really feasible for next year. So that is my goal that we create that cumulative million in the year. Then I start asking myself about my mindset. So what I know to be true is that when it comes to setting goals and, um, you know, creating what it is you want, it's really important to check in with how your body feels around those so that you can start to clear anything or move through anything that might be coming up. That's prohibiting you from launching into or diving forward towards those goals. So I ask myself, is there anything I need to shift from a mindset perspective to be able to take myself to my next level? And it's just such a good question to ask because it allows me to then go, what is it that I might need to eradicate from my life? Or um, you know, what are some new ways of being for me that I really need to adopt? It enables me to be really deeply in my CEO mindset. And I spoke um, all about CEO mindset on an episode, a couple of uh, podcasts ago. So you can jump back and listen to that if you would like to. Essentially, what do I need to do to to shift or change to to show up as the leader to achieve those goals? And then I also like to ask myself, so specifically isolating, what feels scary about these goals? And really talking to it, like what feels scary? What's coming up for me? Is it that I'm worried it means I'm going to work more than I want to? Is it that... I'm afraid that you know, it might not happen and how I'm going to feel about that or like what feels scary about those goals? Because when you name it and claim it, it feels less scary. <laughs> so really uh, isolating what it is that feels scary, calling it out and owning it. Then I go a layer deeper. At this point, we have our intentions. We've got our goals. We've gone big picture and the overarching stuff is done at this point. And then it's about drilling it down into that day-to-day level of what does that look like within our business? So this is the the strategy and the leadership component of the planning. So I then come into, you know, who is the person I want to be to create what I want to create? Uh, and this is where I really then start thinking on a deeper level of, is there something I need to change in the way that I show up within my business personally? Then I get really intentional about all of the different areas of my business and what my intentions are for each area. So the different areas of my business that I look at are my mindset, my marketing, my time, my team, my clients, my money, my business model, and my leadership. So I go through, and this might be one of those ones where you pause it and you listen back and you write those down. <laughs> like I said, I know that this is obviously me speaking to more of a document structure, but essentially going through all of those different components of the business allows me to work out where shifts or changes or upgrades need to be made. And you can see that how, when you're doing it in this strategic way, you're so clear and intentional and you're asking yourself better questions to get better answers, So the questions here are not, do I start um, using reels in 2021 or is LinkedIn part of my strategy? The questions are, what do I need to change to meet my goals? So if you have goals around client attraction and you're then looking at your marketing, you're naturally going to move towards questions of what is the marketing that I need to do to attract my clients? And that is where you might start talking about your tactics within your business. So you're asking bigger questions to get better answers. From there, I ask myself, what help or support do I need to make my goals a reality? Usually this is going to start with my existing team for so for you it might be your existing team as well or it may be uh, that you start recognizing that you need new support for you it may be that you are able to start with existing team or it might be that you need new support in your business or whatever else i know that For so many of you listening, you're at different levels of your business, which is amazing. And so getting really clear with yourself on what is it that I need right now based on the level of business that I'm at. Then the final stage of this is that I like to break down the information that I've just cultivated, the information that I've just gathered and create a 90 day plan. Now, the reason that I really like to create a 90 day plan is because I'm putting the wheels into motion straight away. It means that I am on track to make my goals a reality straight away. The benefits of doing so is that you can then clearly see exactly what needs to be implemented to bring your overall vision to life. And in my experience, this is where a lot of business plans or a lot of goals or a lot of annual reviews um, fall over, fall off a cliff because we don't take the big picture and make it actionable and um, and implementable. And if you could see my hands right now, I'm doing this big picture. I'm putting my hands out really wide and then slowly bringing them closer in. Like We need to do that that all-encompassing thing. I once had a mentor say to me, the best CEO's are those people who have the ability to zoom out really big and then drill down really small. And I think that that is so true. And for me, I'm always working on the drilling down part because I know that I have a great ability to look big and look at strategy from that wide lens. And it's always for me about the detail that I'm having to focus on. And that's why I also have great team support to help me with that detail because I know it's not a natural strength of mine. But being able to, to aim to do both is really important. So then within this 90 day plan, I look back at my three goals and I go, what do I need to do? What are three smaller goals that I'm going to accomplish over the next 90 days that are going to get me closer to my reality? And so in those three big picture goals for the year, all three of them might be goals that you're working on throughout the year, or you might be working through them one at a time, or you might be working on two goals in the first quarter. Whatever, whatever feels good for you, whatever flows your boat with this. But essentially what you're doing is you're going through and you're then working out the three smaller goals that are going to help support you. And then you're looking at the actions required for each. So this is the second part of this step is then looking at what are the actions that are required for each of these small goals over the 90 days. And so then I literally write down all of the action steps in this piece of paper in this document. And then I take it all. I take all those actions, everything that I know I'm going to create for the 90 days ahead. And I jump on into Asana, which is our project management software. And then I add everything into Asana and I assign relevant dates. Super important, breaking it down into relevant dates. And it's at this point that I also share where I'm at with my team. So I break it down, I assign the dates and I let my team know what's happening. I assign it to them or to me uh, or to whoever is the owner of that specific task. And that is when we talk about it together. Really, really important to share these goals with your team or anyone that you're working with. I've worked in businesses before where and perhaps it's also because the fact that I am a big picture thinker I felt really disconnected to doing the work because I haven't known the goals that have been set by the leader of that team and so something that I really try and aim to do with our team is make it so that we are all across what it is that we want to achieve I don't always get that right but it's always my aim and I'm always really transparent when I'm asked what it is that we are working towards so Once you have all of that in there, you've briefed your team, you are set to go. And I then as a final step, come back and review the document each 90 days. So what I'm doing this year is I'm actually going to set it up so that I have this hotel time each quarter so that I can go away and review and reset based on where we're at every three months, which once again, just feels really spacious and wonderful and a great opportunity to be able to reset at every three month interval. I so hope that this has been helpful for you in terms of planning your year ahead. Like I said at the start, please remember that you want to put this through your own lens of discernment and ask yourself what feels good for you. If there are components of this or questions here that don't serve you, then I would not do them. (laughs) However, if there are components here that perhaps don't serve you because they feel uncomfortable or stretchy, then I would also lean into that because that discomfort is telling you something and the best thing you can do is sit in it rather than resisting it. I'm so looking forward to hearing what it is that you have planned for your 2021. So please jump on over and tell me more. I want to let you know as well, when it comes to 2021, uh, the best way to work with me is through the Swift Marketing Mastermind. Our next intake is in March next year. However, places are going to be filling from January and it is highly likely that we will sell out in that month. The place you need to be to find out more is the Swift Marketing Mastermind waitlist. We will pop the link in the show notes for you. Please jump on over onto that as soon as possible, because that is where you will get more information. I would absolutely love to hear more about you to see whether you are the right fit. I absolutely cannot wait. Big love to you. Have an amazing rest of your day and week, and I can't wait to be back here with you very soon.